visit the Downtown Den, join us through our website, all the W's, downtowninbusiness.com. Stay in, stay safe, visit the Downtown Den. Welcome to the Downtown Den. I'm now joined by Mark Williams from Western Business, Western Union Business Solutions even. Hello, Mark. You okay? Hi, Chris. How you doing? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Uh, just Friday afternoon now, so we're coming to the end of another week at home. Uh, so how's, how's your week been? It's Friday. I didn't realise it was Friday. <laughs> yeah, you do. Like <laughs> no, it's, it's been a busy week. It's been a busy and, and, and productive week despite the lockdown, so it's good. Good. Just to kick off, Mark, um, can you just give us an overview from uh, sort of your perspective as a business of sort of where the econo economy is at the minute? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, to, to point out, it's probably quite important that I am no economist. However, we <laughs> analysts in-house uh, and we do partner with Oxford Economics, um, who are a, a globally credible um, economics and analytical firm uh, and our content partners. So, um, you know, I've, I've, I've been uh, bugged into uh, a number of different piece of, pieces of uh, analytics over, over the recent weeks, which should put me in good stead to give some sort of overview. Um, obviously, we've seen um, uh, quite some reaction within financial markets globally um, in relation to this fairly unprecedented uh, time that we're um, that we're working through um, at the moment. Um, the, the currency market is, is no exception to that. Um, stock markets uh, took a, took a plummet and then recovered to some point, um, and uh, still remain particularly liquid. The FX market is, is much the same. If I use uh, the sterling dollar rate as an example, we, we pre the coronavirus pandemic, we were um, trading about 130. We hit a 35 year low of 114 and a half overnight on one particular day. And, and, and we're now trading back up somewhere in the middle. So there has been a, a recovery to that, but financial markets internationally, um, are, remain particularly volatile um, and, and reacting to um, you know the situation which is progressive daily in fact on, only today US non-farm payrolls came out forecasted at a, a negative a hundred thousand was negative seven hundred thousand and that goes on top of the uh, over six million new jobless claims earlier this week um, so uh, you know, I think that just goes to, to show you the scale um, of the impact of, uh, of, of the current pandemic um, and uh, you know ho hopefully the measures taken will, will somewhat get this under control relatively quickly so that we can um, start to relax the measures and, and resume business as usual in its full capacity as, as, as quickly as possible but you know it's, it's not going to be um, it's not going to be a very quick process to go through it's not like you can turn the light switch back on again at full pace it's, it's more of a dimmer switch approach where it has to be turned on sort of gradually and, and that's what we'll we'll hope to see over the coming months provided we can get the, the numbers under control in the um in, in the recent weeks um we have just produced a webinar with our content partners at oxford economics um i believe that's going to be shared through downtown's communication channels on monday yeah. um, so um it would be um i would advise anybody watching this to to take 25 minutes out of your day to, to watch it. It's, it's quite insightful and in many respects um, fairly warming. Um, from an economic perspective, it, it's, it's very 
unprecedented and unpredictable times. Um, and the actions that the, the government have, have taken make things slightly easier to, uh, to, to forecast. Um, obviously, what's impacting on markets internationally is um, low consumer and business confidence. And um, some sectors are seeing um, a, a brief boost in growth um, as panic buying kicks in. Um, so, you know, I would imagine that the supermarkets will report some fairly strong figures at some point this quarter. Um, there's things like the computer game sector where people are, are trying to remain entertained, etc. Pharmaceutical, obviously, that there are other business sectors that have, you know, um, felt the, the pinch um, fairly dramatically. Um, but, you know, what, what is clear is that we are um, heading down the, the, the route of, um, a very deliberate recession um, at this point in time. Um, and there is a, an economic production sacrifice um, for the purpose of, of, of well-being. Um, and the measures that the government have, have taken uh, are obviously that to ensure that there is um, as, as little impact as possible so that the individuals and businesses come out the other end of this thing um, as unscathed as, as, as possible and to prevent as many people uh, people from becoming unemployed and to prevent many businesses as, as possible from from going under so if, if you look at those measures um, you know the 80 percent um, uh, salary for um, staff placed on on furlough which essentially means that you know there is a job for them to come back to um, that when business picks up again that they can um, recommence working um, you know, that's all about ensuring that people can live through these times when, frankly, they're probably saving quite a lot of money as well, because let's face it, what is there that we can go out and spend our money on other than, than food in the supermarket and, and, and drugs yeah. in the cupboard <laughs> in case we get poorly? Um, so, you know, and businesses have been able to, they've got VAT relief, there are mortgage holidays, um, you know, there are measures put in place to prevent evictions from landlords, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so essentially it means that businesses can go to sleep and wake up the, the, other, the other side of this. And, and it's a very deliberate strategy. And that's what really differentiates the current economic crisis to, to that 2008 financial crisis is that we're very different circumstances. Um, the, um, the fairly warming thing that came out of the analysis within the webinar um, was that uh, uh, history suggests that um, as much as we are likely to see uh, a, a very sharp downturn um, in the uh, or contraction in the UK economy over the coming quarter, um, Oxford Economics forecast this at around 3% um, at this point in time for, for Q2. Um, history shows in, in similar events or, or crises that um, where it's very sharp and happens very quickly, but is relatively short-lived, mm -hmm. uh, the recovery should be equally quick. Um, and, and there are some very positive forecasts for 2021 from Oxford Economics um, in terms of a, a return to growth and, and a growth figure of, of potentially around 4%. Obviously, these numbers are somewhat variable and subject to change based on how long this thing drags out um, and, uh, and, and how long before we can return businesses as usual. But ultimately, a, a quick return to growth and a quick recovery from this is, is why the measures that have been introduced have been introduced. Mm -hmm. Some are working, some are working 
not quite so well. The feedback that I've had from some customers and some of our partners who provide fiscal support um, and, uh, and and credit, etc., is that you know the um, the capital that was um, that was secured um, or, or guaranteed to an extent by um, the British Business Bank um, as part of the government's announcement it isn't reaching um, industry quickly enough yeah. um, and, and probably needs to, to be addressed. But outside of that, it seems that the measures are early signs working okay. And let, let's just hope that we can get on top of the infection numbers. And I think that we're already seeing some encouraging signs in terms of the daily updates around that. Yeah, I, I give the webinar a watch last night and I, I echo your thoughts. It is well worth a watch um, and, and some positive messages coming out of it as well. Um, is there anything at the minute, Mark, from your perspective that sort of businesses should be keeping an eye on, maybe be wary of, or of the changes in sort of how we're working? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think one thing is for sure is that we'll, we'll, we'll probably come out of this thing with a completely different working culture. Mm. Um, it's been a shock to the system of, of many people um, having to go from office-based environments to working from home, but the um, amount of businesses that are managing to continue businesses as, as usual is, is, is somewhat uh, encouraging. One thing that I would highlight as as, as um, something to look out for is um, the increased risk of, of fraud. Um, there are uh, opportunistic fraudsters out there. We're, we're actually in the middle of producing a fraud article to help safeguard or help businesses safeguard um, against potential um, um, fraud attempts. Um, but as, as, as COVID-19 impacts globally, um, we are starting to see fraudsters making increased attempts to penetrate businesses. Um, some of that through the interception of uh, sensitive documents such as invoices um, and, and others through you know, the hacking of, of, of systems. Um, I have heard directly of, of cases where invoices have been intercepted um, and the uh, payment details changed uh, on those invoices um, so that people think that they're paying an invoice to uh, a supplier as, as usual um, but uh, but actually uh, that they're, they're paying somebody who, um, who who's who's essentially trying to get their money and uh, if they're successful you know that, that, that could um, cause cause some problems particularly for for SMEs so I, I would encourage people to be extra diligent and ensure that you have extra flags in place in these times to protect your business and your business capital um, against potential fraudulent attempts. Um, we are pretty hot on that um, as a business. We have uh, various beneficiary payment um, due diligence processes in place and verification processes in place. So. We'll never pay anybody new on behalf of a client. Um, we'll never payment to, to new bank details without first undertaking an amount of due diligence on the recipient's details, uh, and also asking our clients to verify um, uh, and essentially double check that that's exactly where they want the um, the, the money to, to be sent. And, and it's important to be extra diligent in these times. Um, medical equipment supply, of course, is is something that has been all over the news. Um, unfortunately um, where there is a huge demand there will also be an increase in potential fraudulent activity um, you know 
be very wary of uh, of retailers, websites, people selling things, and and, and the legitimacy of it, um, and uh, and ensure that you, you know what you're what you're buying. Um, just to throw some stats out there from the research that we've done in the article that we are seeking to um, to release, which I'm, I'm sure downtown and, and, and downtown's member base will get sight of, but FBI IC3 suggests that the, the, the globe uh, that globally over $26.5 billion of uh, business losses has been made um, since 2016 due to email compromise. Mm-hmm. Again, from an email perspective, um, I've just undertaken our internal phishing uh, training um, that I have to do periodically. Um, and there are some really useful tips around that in that, you know, um, if, if it looks too good to be true, it probably is. Double check the, the email. Yes, I, I had one from Box myself this week, um, or perceiving to be from, from Box, um, that I don't think was. Don't open an attachment unless you, you don't know, unless you know exactly what it is. And certainly don't follow any links or, or URLs. In fact, if you hover over them and look beyond the, I think it's the first or second slash, you can see exactly where it's taking you. So make sure that you're undertaking the right level of, of training and diligence around, um, uh, you know, fraud and, and, and potential phishing scams as, as well. Because the unfortunate thing about situations and crisis like this is that it, it is rife for, for um, opportunistic fraudsters to try to, to strike. Okay interesting this is a whole new way of working for a lot of us uh, this phone working but something that you've done um for many years now obviously i'm no doubt you'll be missing attending the events and, and the social aspects of to our jobs um but have you got any tips or anything that you've done over the years whilst working from home that's sort of help you manage your day yeah, plenty. I've been a I've been a remote worker for for, for some time now, um, but um, I've, I've not been used to working from home for such prolonged periods. I'm usually at your great events and uh, and, and other events, and uh, I probably spend four out of five days a week face to face engaging, whether that be through events or or, or through meetings and, and and traveling all over the place. So. Um, you know, it, it's it's taken me a little while to get used to being at home uh, every day. Um, but, you know, one thing that I would um, suggest is that, you know, creating uh, good habits and good structure around the working day are really, really important. I've, I've always, um, I've always worked uh, to the philosophy that no day is different, whether I'm hitting the road to go to uh, a downtown in business breakfast event that kicks off at eight o'clock or, or whether I'm at home working that morning, my alarm goes off the same time. I get showered and changed and shaved the same time. Um, I just end up online earlier um, and I can ease into my day with breakfast and tea and all, all of that sort of stuff. Um, in these times where uh, it might feel slightly isolated and slightly less personal, um, you know, we, we, we've got some great software and technology around us in this day and age that we should be fully utilizing the, the software that we're using right now um, to do this webinar is a great testament of that. And um, I, I think that the, the power of um, having that visibility and being able to see somebody and read people's body language can't be underestimated. There's a great bit of communication that's lost um, in, if, if you don't have that visibility. Mm. Uh, so I would encourage people to use technology as, as, much, as much as they can um, and, and make sure that you, you're speaking to people. Um, you know, it, it can get lonely. 
Um, but, you know, we, we've got colleagues, we've got partners, we've got clients. Um, there's, there's people that we can be speaking to, and I, I'm still speaking to people throughout a good chunk of, 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 of most of my um, as most of my working working day. Most importantly, take breaks. Um, sure that you take good structured breaks throughout the day, um, and find something to keep your mind occupied. Um, seeing as we're afforded a daily exercise outing by by the government at present, I take full use of that. <laughs> Uh, I've just had my my daily walk around the uh, around the canals in in Manchester and uh, and, and through the city centre, back through Spinningfield, probably did about seven or eight thousand paces, but it's good. Get some fresh air, uh, clear your mind, and, and I usually like to take a, a short break in the afternoon as well, where I'm normally pottering around doing some sort of housework, uh, which reduces the, um, the the stuff that I have to do at the weekend as well. But in, in my mind, I'm always always planning what I'm going to do when I'm getting back to my desk and what I want to achieve um, throughout the, the rest of the day. Um, if you're old school like me, a to-do list is absolutely fantastic as well. Uh, I, uh, I, I work from top to bottom, I categorise. Um, if, if you want to have some more uh, insight through the window of, of, of my working habits, I've, I've just um, written an article and uh, published that on, on LinkedIn, which I think downtown were kind enough to, to share also. Um, a few hints and tips for any workers that might be struggling to come to terms with these with these new working environments during these fairly challenging times. Yeah, it's been interesting for us. I think what you say about breaks is crucial um, because some days you can be so engrossed in what you do and you can look at your clock and it's gone three o'clock. So what's it like in Manchester at the minute then when you're out and about very quiet? Really quiet, yeah, really quiet. Um, there seemed to be a lot of police on the streets earlier in the week. That seems to have somewhat slowed now, which I hope means that they've decided there's not a lot for them to do because most people are following and adhering to the instructions as, as they should be. Um, but it's, it's eerily quiet. Um, the city centre is, is, is normally buzzing um, and, um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's quite easy to, to walk around and keep that social distance um, that you keep getting told about because, um, you know, there are very few cars, very few people. You can, you can walk on opposite sides of the pavement, etc. So um, but it, it's nice to get out and about. The problem is, is every, every time I walk past a nice looking pub or restaurant, I, I, I would... <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that we do enjoy our food and a pint uh, on occasion. Uh, so where are you looking forward to going first when you can? Oh, that's a great question. Um, do you know what? I really don't know. Maybe, Chris, we should have a meeting at Fazenda at some point. Definitely. I'm because that's always been a, a favourite of mine. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting back to events and getting back to the more social side of our roles and, um, uh, and, and, and being able to um, enjoy the, 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 the freedom and the luxuries of life that we've probably come to um, take for granted. Yeah, no, definitely. They've yeah. been taken away from us. Yeah. All, all, for, all for the greater good. All for the greater good. Yeah. Right, top man, we'll wrap things up there. Um, but yeah, thanks for dropping into the downtown then. Thanks for your input. Uh, and we'll look out for that webinar next week. Top man. Thanks, Chris. And if anybody watching is interested in the blogs that we're producing, uh, they'll all be available at uh, uh, business.westernunion.com. Um, if you go to business.westernunion.com, uh, you can go to our blog section 
Um, we're, we're producing plenty of really insightful and, and thought-provoking content at the moment, and we will be producing regular webinars with our content partners at Oxford Economics. And of course, all of this great content will be um, uh, will be um, fed through to our equally great partners at Downtown and Business. Up, man. Have a good weekend, mate. Cheers, Chris. Have a great weekend. Bye now. Cheers, mate.